Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. On the BetQL Network. Once again, welcome back to You Better You Bet. Sean Bell, Bill Matz in the Philadelphia studios presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. We're talking hoops right now. Talking about Dame, talking about James Harden, talking about what's to come. Still right now, the outright favorites for the Denver or the Denver Nuggets to win it all, plus 475. And that's flip-flopped a little bit during the offseason. The second team is the Boston Celtics, who were number one at one point during the offseason at plus 500. The Suns plus six, Bucks plus seven, and Heat 10 to one. Still in that fifth spot. Again, haven't moved. They I, Listen, I bet them to win a championship at 22 to one. They got down to 16. It got down to as low as seven to one, now up to 10 to one. So I guess that says they still believe they're getting Dame. What do you think? It feels like it's eventually just going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, man, there's just been absolutely no movement. Like I, I almost wonder, uh, like, are James and Dame going to get traded to teams that they don't want to go to out of pure spite? Like, just to, like I said, the front office is putting their foot down. Like, guess what? You're going to Detroit. Congratulations. <laughs> I really wonder if something like that happens, but... Guys tend to end up where they want to be. That that is kind of the recent history of this of the NBA. Guys end up where they want to be. If Dame really wants to be in Miami, something tells me he's going to be there. Yeah, because to me they can't like D- Detroit or one of these other teams can't take the risk, right? They can't take the risk, so they don't make take the risk. So it's usually to me two or three teams. All right, like you know what I mean. You may not get the exact team you want, but yeah. it'd be out of two or three. And so the player would be happy enough because everybody else is like, I'm not trading for that guy if he's going to be unhappy or leave in a year, et cetera, et cetera. So, again, I still like this heat bet. Again, I think it's going to go into the regular season. Now, if both of these trades go into the regular season and don't happen until a month in, two months in, how do you feel about, you know, it's hard for me to bet win totals at this point because of that on certain teams. I can't bet the win totals for Miami. I can't bet the win totals for the, the 76ers. I can't bet the win total for Portland or any of these teams involved because we know movement is coming. It's just win, right? I would, I would like to bet the under uh, 50 and a half wins for the Sixers, but right now it's minus 120 on BetMGM. And uh, I don't know if I'm willing to <laughs> lay minus 120 for something that's going to pay off in like June. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And then... Again, the 76ers to win the whole thing, 16 to one to win the East six to one. So they've pedaled back a little bit, but not too far back. So, you know, 
people still look at them as having a, a legit chance as any other team you're looking at on this list. I'll tell you, uh, like, <laughs> I just think the Sixers have as much chance of winning an NBA championship as the Wizards. Like, it's just not going to happen. If it was going to happen, it would have already. Like, I think they have reached their peak. That's why I believe a decline to be coming. So you don't believe that Daryl Morey can make a move? Not one that improves the team. That improves the team. I don't think it's, I no. I, if, if there's one place willing to trade for James Harden, and they've said, "Yeah, we're not giving you what we're not giving you what you want." <laughs> I I think a move is going to be made with the 76ers at some point. Uh, what that move is, I, again, I think once Dame gets done, four or five trades are coming a week after. So, and I think the 76ers are going to be one of those things. Like, all right, we got Dame or we got Zach Levine. Now I can trade you to to the Clippers for draft picks and role players because I know, all right, I got two stars. Yeah. I got two stars, so I'm good. You know what I mean? But and I that's can't Maury. trade Maury doesn't like depth. He doesn't care. He wants the star guys. Yeah, but he can get depth with the James Harden trade yes. if, if he's able if to he's do able the star Levine player in a different deal. Somewhere else, right? It's like, I believe Tobias and James goes. Still, but it, it all depends on what happens with this if game you, trade first. If you prioritize, we have to get a star to replace James Harden. The only, and you're not going to get one for him, which doesn't appear to be the case. Mm-hmm. The only way to do it then is trading Tobias. Yeah. Like just to have the, to have the money under the salary cap, you have to do it. And he's the only other valuable somewhat piece outside of Tyrese Maxey, who, my God, if they trade him, they have nothing left. And maybe you trade James to Chicago. For one of those guys, and keep Tobias. I mean, again, it it's that that can still definitely happen. Definitely a possibility. Chicago, from everyone who reports there, really just cares about the money and having the star and filling in some selling of the some seats jerseys, yeah, and selling some jerseys. So again, but again, James doesn't want to go there, so I don't I don't know if they make the deal. I'm still on uh, the Pelicans. Forty Man, to, forty just, to one to win it all. Twenty two to one. Stay healthy. There's so many like high priced. Potential Pelicans bets. They have so much talent. And I don't think people realize that because of some of the injuries. But they have so much role player talent. It's not even funny. With with, with Herb Jones. And it, like it's good, solid role players that if Brandon and Zion stay healthy, they can really do some damage. So, again, I, that that is my surprise bet. Again, I don't think they're going to actually win a championship, but it does, doesn't hurt to make put some money on it. But, but I think they're the point, best of the rest, of the far reach. And to that point, like uh, just trying to get my head around this in-season tournament, I feel like the Pelicans are teams like that, the teams with potential that probably aren't there yet, like need a little more seasoning. Maybe you're not sure about them getting healthy through a season. Like, the in-season tournament, like, we know the Heat don't care about the regular season. Golden State isn't going all out for a regular season nonsense tournament because, you know, they have, like, Dynasty on the mind. Mm -hmm. Like, extending this thing. The Celtics, no, man, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals a bunch of times. They've been to an NBA Final. It's about getting over the hump for them. Team like the Pelicans, though. Like, I could see the Pelicans being that sort of team that could win the... uh, win the in-season tournament and they're 30 right now but even then i think i think i think more teams and players care about the in-season tournament than people are are realizing because 
There is a substantial amount of money on the line. Not even just the money, but players circle games anyway before the season starts. It's an 82-game season. They don't care about everyone. I'm going to circle games where I have beef with somebody. I'm going to circle games where I'm playing a a team that we played in the playoffs that I care about. And I'm going to circle the national television games because people are going to be watching. So I got to look good for sponsors, etc. So I think they're going to circle these in-game tournament games, even the Warriors, and say, all right, this, these are the only five games that I got to for real care about the first half of the season. All these other games has got to be like, all right, like I care, but I don't need to ratchet it up. I j- yeah. just need to work on things like, hey, this Christmas game and these NC tournament games are the only ones that I really need to circle to look good for my sponsors, et cetera, and to for it to be a measuring stick for me. So I think people are going to care just because it's a spotlighted game. Like no star wants to look silly in a national game, right? You circle TNT. I'm playing on yeah. TNT tonight. Like I gotta, you know what I mean? Like everybody watching, you know what I mean? My shorty back home is watching. My side piece is watching, right? Like, and my other side piece is watching. I gotta look good. You know what I mean? So with that said, I think they're going to take some of these in season games serious because of that so are you looking more towards the favorites in this then like because i I think the favorites are going to take it seriously okay because there's only so many games to take seriously in the first two months of the season Hmm. right like i don't think it's going to be sellout serious like if i'm hurt i'm playing anyway like it's the playoffs. yeah but i think it's going to be enough where lebron go "Eh, add that to the resume Hey Jordan, you never want to win one of these. You know what I mean? Like, add that. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's like, all right, that's that's one game where I can show the world that I'm still him. And to that point, I can't imagine the league wants, you know, the T Wolves and Pelicans headlining this tournament at the end. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've we've heard about that. You know, that superstar whistle that sometimes might be a little bit encouraged. Mm. You know, if uh, if it's the semifinal and it's the Lakers against whoever, uh, LeBron's going to the line 15 times. You know, like, I I, I don't want to say it's fixed. Like, that that's not what I'm saying. But we know there's favoritism. Yeah. Like, we know that that exists. I mean, yeah, people people get calls because it ain't names. Like, that, it is what it is. But and again, if you want to make this tournament something, like... Uh, and the first year was won by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like that doesn't that doesn't excite anyone about this tournament. If it's like, oh yeah, it was LeBron against the Celtics. Like that NBA Finals, we all want, but we're not going to get. Well, Lakers Celtics, that's it, pretty good. Again, I think they're going to play so hard that they don't need to like do anything. But like, because Giannis, someone who said he's pissed off, you know, he he had a little knee scope or whatever. He's going to come back like, yo, I'm trying to win everything, MVP. Defensive player of the year, in-season tournament, Christmas Day game. Like, I could see him like, I'm going, I'm going to show y'all who I am because I think y'all forgot. Like, I think a lot of the Suns, y'all doubting us? What? I'm very interested to see the motivation level for this tournament. I think, again, I think anything that's televised, people don't want to look stupid. Like, I, I, it's funny because Jeff T, Jeff T, I love his podcast. I don't know if you listen to some of his podcasts, but it's hilarious. Jeff T talked about playing Steph Curry in China. And he was like, he played the hardest defense he ever played in his life. And one of his co-hosts was like, why? <laughs> and he was like, dog, it's in China. They got a billion people watching. You not finna make me look stupid. 
Right, and, and sometimes it's all the players need. Like, you not, I'm not looking dumb and looking silly across the world. I'm not just going to take this L to take this L if I can avoid that. Now, a game that's just local, like, wait, it's just on local NBC. No disrespect, love NBC over there, but it's just local. I'm going to play. But, again, if, if it's playing over in China in season tournament, guess what? Where all that money comes from, guess what? I'm going to wear the freshest kicks. I'm going to wear the new Kobe's and I'm going to do my thing. So I, I'm big on it. Yeah, I just, I, I think they're going to play for real. And then I, I question and, really, and care because it's the only five games they got to care about in the first 30 games. I just, I seriously, like, I wonder how, I wonder how much the actual franchises, you know, if, if Joel Embiid has to play in a back to back, is it going to be then like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I do. I think they'll play. I and, and again, these franchises, they're up there. That, that, that makes more millions and billions for them too. So that's what I like. Listen, we're gonna come back, get to the get to the diamond, get to baseball. All right, see what's going on. We halfway down with the show. See what's going on in the baseball world. Preview some of the games that are going down tonight, and preview some of the matchups and things that we like for futures in Major League Baseball. It's you better, you bet. Sean Bell, Bill Matz. Be right back. 